Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris. New nickname incoming. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a whole thing. Is this a tease it's for a whole later? Th- yeah, it is a tease for later. It's a whole okay. thing. It's a whole thing. Um, I yes. am flying free as a bird right now, baby. <laughs> You're not wearing underwear? <laughs> well, when have I ever been wearing underwear, George? <laughs> I don't. I, you know what? <laughs> to answer your question, I don't know. I don't know what your underwear situation is. So I'll, unzip, I'll unzip my fly once in a while in case you want to take a peek. Yeah, I never do. So <laughs> I guess it just. Really? Should. Maybe I should have been wearing underwear that whole time if it was just going to be wasted on you. Yeah. Uh, should we introduce our guest and then you can tell us how, why you're so free? Yeah. Is it because you live in the good old U.S. of A.? God bless her. Yes. And all she stands for. Mm-hmm. Um, she ain't wearing no panties, I tell you that much. Lady Liberty. Getting fucked by those spendocrats, am I right? <laughs> right. Uh, well, all our babies are going to be half clown with these, with these clowns in Congress. Sure, Congress. yeah. Um, half okay. clown, half statue. That's, now that looks like America to me. That's my America. Yeah. Real women have curves. <laughs> and real babies are half clown, half statue. <laughs> our guest on this week's program, a beloved past Jordan Jesse Go guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, an immense celebrity in the world of stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is the star of a new podcast, mm-hmm. which I just actually listened to the first episode of, mm-hmm. and I cannot say I cared for it. No, I, I get it. It's, it's, you know, it's a little all over the place, totally. Yeah. I mean, I like that. I like Parks and Recreation a lot. Sure. Bob's Burgers. Yeah. I thought your show was a little mean. No. You know, well, you know what? I have a lot. I'm a, I'm a man. I have something to say. Yeah. In these, <laughs> is your incoming nickname going to be Equal Opportunity Offender? Yes, exactly. Everybody gets it. Our guests, <laughs> Libs, Dems, the s- men, women, the fish, <laughs> like the band or the animal. What? Everybody's getting it. Jam bands, jam. things with gills. Jam bands, things with gills. Yeah, fish's now, songs are too long and flounders are too flat. Yeah. Oh, Christella, and then I Christella Alonso, star, oh one of the stars of the podcast Bubble. Bubble, which I actually enjoy quite a bit. Bubble. I uh, actually heard the first episode mm-hmm. a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and it is—I loved it. Yeah, you're very good in it. Oh, I also was surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I guess yeah. I was." Yeah, I think I was so I had I had marinated myself so deeply in the presumption of failure, <laughs> like the worst case scenario. I had done so much work to prepare myself for, the, as always, as I do with all, anything sure. I've ever participated in are you the kind of person that always thinks it's going to work out bad because i'm yes. that person i always feel like everything's going to be wor- the worst sure. i always prepare myself for the worst yeah that's why i have this uh weird positive attitude that rubs most people the wrong way <laughs> it's like just 100 percent compensation for the fact that i believe everything will go wrong can i just say that i love uh i love driving here because i i like putting the directions in the map and i love that the directions ju- it's just directions to maximum fun 
Like mm-hmm. that's amazing. Like, <laughs> like you get directions to fun. Like that's right. a, it's so awesome. You would think like before this building was here, it just took you to a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Which there is a Chuck E. Cheese. There's actually, a it is pretty close, actually. And, there, and there's a valet at the Chuck E. Cheese. This really? Chuck E. Cheese yes. is interesting in many different ways. <laughs> I mean, first of all, the really hot band there Friday and Saturday nights, if you guys like live music. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> now, here's what I, now, I don't know if they have, I mean, I have kind of a particular live music taste. Yeah. What I like uh-huh. is like, you know, it's like classic rock songs. Right. You know, yes, yes. Beach Boys. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Kinks. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I like certain words to be changed so the songs are about pizza. Yeah. Oh. Can I? Yes. Is this? Is there something for me here? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. How do you like your mouths to move? <laughs> Loudly? <laughs> Loudly and clankety? <laughs> I only like robot bands. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we'll never agree. In, so in addition to the valet, yes. it's just the entire bottom floor of an office building. Really? Yeah, that building is 100% just a regular office building that one day a Chuck Except E. Cheese like the lobby? took over <laughs> the bottom of the office building. Yeah. I, I don't bet when know. someone has a meeting at the office upstairs, they have to like check in with a guy in a mouse outfit. <laughs> yeah. After the meeting, they, they cash in their tickets for an eraser or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, the dude uh, after my job interview said I didn't get the job, but he gave me 40 tickets and I got three Tootsie Rolls. It's always the Tootsie Rolls. I yeah. Yeah, Tootsie Rolls are pretty easy to get. And actually, I mean, how overpriced are the whole yeah. that stuff? Like, if come you, on. Right. If, you, right. if you do the transition between tickets to tokens to money to Tootsie Rolls, yes. those are $8 Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> yes, I really, I, I really only mess with the fruit-flavored Tootsie Rolls because it's a premium flavor experience. That's actually, mm, I agree with that. I yeah. love that. Yeah. The, 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 the fruit-flavored Tootsie Rolls are kind of like, um, they're like the, the Starburst. Of um of like uh, poor kids, yeah. But still, you know what I mean. And I yeah. say that because that that was my childhood. Like I, I couldn't do Starburst. But they're man. the Starburst of Ooh. the. They're the Starburst of the dusty cam- candies. Yes, the candies that are covered in in a thin layer of sure. dust that have been at yes. the liquor store since the last yes. owner. Yeah. Exactly. Right next to the Smarties and the the Chico sticks. And the, yeah. You know, yeah. You know? Oh man, the restaurant the restaurant by uh, the restaurant by my house. Uh, there's a f- family restaurant by my house that I probably eat at conservatively once a week, mm-hmm. possibly more than once a week. <laughs> uh, when And when I say family restaurant, like I am claiming it as a family restaurant because I will take my family, but I will also go there myself mm-hmm. uh, for, in fact, right now, because I am free as a bird, I'm going to guess that La Beja will be getting my patronage two to three times in the next four days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but one of the nice things about it um, is that it has a counter that's full of candy, including Smarties. Yes. And I will order, I, when I'm going up to pay the bill, because, you know, daddy's got to pay. Sure. Yes. I'm bringing home the bacon, baby. Yeah, daddy yes. ain't washing Absolutely. no dishes. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I go, I walk up to the counter to pay. I say to Mr. La Beja, the owner, I'm like, hey, can I get some Smarties too? That's that's for daddy. Mm. <laughs> that's, mm. a little, that's a little something for me. You know what I love, Jordan? Hmm. Hey, I mean, I don't know when this is coming out, but happy Father's Day, everybody. <laughs> we are recording this on Father's Day. Yes, yes. Fitting that we're hearing about Daddy and his num-nums. Yes, the Daddy. Reason... That's the name of the episode. Daddy <laughs> and the num-nums. Yeah, it actually might be. Brian, maybe go ahead and write that down. <laughs> and Daddy and the num-nums. Can you also too. write that down for our Saturday morning cartoon pitch? <laughs> right, yeah. Yes. And our robot pizza band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, I am free as a bird mm-hmm. because my wife... 
Uh, Passed away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. And it was a murder suicide, but luckily I was not included. Oh, Oh, so it is a Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Last one for a while. Try to sing a Happy Father's Day song. It it almost seemed like you were going to go into a Happy Father's Day. No, I wish. If I, God, I wish I was a musical improviser. Why don't we do an album for Or felt that way about fathers? Songs for all the holidays that don't have songs. Oh, my gosh. That is great. I think that would be. Why don't we do that? Well, I mean, well, I don't do that because of no musical, t- but I could just be there and brainstorm. I don't have to like. You wrote write the Bubble. Melodies. You're a lyricist in a way, you know. Yeah, like, that's you true. Can do that. Yeah, I mean, what is Bubble but word jazz? Exactly. Yes. Skibbity dip dip did up a bubble. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. So what doesn't have a song? Father's Day, Groundhog Day. Uh, Easter, Easter, no song. Why isn't there Easter songs? Because it's, it's a church. Song. It's a church thing. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Like, I guess. You know, I, but I think that Easter lends itself to a song. Sure, I, I mean, I think what it's begging for it? There but are it, very few more popular themes in popular music than "I'm back and I'm better than ever." Right, that's true. Yeah, don't, oh my don't God. call it a comeback. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jesus, Jesus backs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just replace Backstreet with Jesus. Yes. Everybody praise him. Uh, I, as we were talking about, there's no Easter songs. I had a flash in my head of what I think is an Easter song I would sing okay. as a child. Let me sing this nugget. Yes. And you guys tell me if this is real. Yes. Hippity hoppity Easter's on its way. Does that ring any bell? For anyone, uh, not mm. me. It's it, it sounds like a Christmas song where they replace <laughs> some of the Christmas things with Easter things. Hippity hoppity Easter's on. Yeah, because Santa's way. On, Santa's on his way. Right. Hmm. So did I just weird out that myself in my head? You probably did. I think probably you grew up in a Christian household, mm-hmm. church going family. Sure. Uh, I think what happened is you felt that vacuum. Yeah. With what is. You know what? Perhaps this most important Christian mm-hmm. holiday, the day that he was that he rose from the dead, yeah, and rolled back that rock. Sure, said, I'm back, I'm and back, I'm better I'm back, than ever. Yeah, and he does mean Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> right? When Christ rolled back the rock, that's the only rock we know of. You guys, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, but I'm, yeah. surpri- I'm surprised there's there's not more bigotry against Dw- our Dwayne Johnsons, given that they were blocking the blocking the door <laughs> of the cave. <laughs> Christ's tomb. Yeah, yeah, you would think. But he's so charming. He does he's the eyebrows. I eyebrow know, thing. You know, it's like he knows the movie's corny when he's in it. He knows, like you can tell. <laughs> you can tell. But uh, I, I think that's a Christmas song that you've replaced the word Santa with the word Easter. What is it? So, hippity hoppity. Hippity hoppity. Easter's on its, its way. <laughs> so what is it? Hippity hoppity. Santa's on his way? He doesn't yeah. hop. A he hip does. hop. A hippie to the hippie <laughs> to the Jesus Christ. And don't stop. <laughs> Shit, man. These are Roll good. Roll the rocks. Hunting some eggs and dough. <laughs> yes. These are very good. Yeah, that I think is... with Easter particularly, I think we would have to face head on the question of whether we wanted to make a secular or religious Easter song. I think we do one of each. Like, you know, you do a clean track and a and you know and an uncensored track. <laughs> oh, all right. One that, so, one that mentions say, Christ. Would you say that the secular version of Easter is too nasty for <laughs> I mean I don't need it's not one to one. I'm just saying we're doing two of them. I'm not we saying one's nasty. Find some motherfucking eggs <laughs> for Jesus. For Christ. Jesus of course. Oh my God. 
<laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, put the Christ back in Easter. <laughs> Plenty of patriotic <laughs> songs. Plenty of patriotic songs for the 4th of July. Yep. Lots of them. Lots of those. Lots of them. Um, Arbor Day, <laughs> not really a song. No. Not really a holiday, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What is an arbor? Well, I mean, I celebrate it. Group so. of trees? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's a tree. A tree? Yeah, or something related to trees. Anyway. Arboreal, One arbor. Right? One arbor. Well, a single arbor. Yeah, it's a single arbor. A just arbor, just tree. It's, yeah, it's a I wonder. An arbor. Oh, Tannenbaum. Mm-hmm. It's a good Arbor Day song. Yeah. Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving I mean, can yeah. have a, that seems like I'm it's get, You know, right I'm getting for... that same thing. I'm getting that same, I think I, think I was three hoppity turkeys on its, its way. way. <laughs> turkeys kind of hop. They have a, yeah. they have a hoppy. And thank you for knowing exactly where I was going with that, Christelle. I appreciate it. I think we have a connection. I think we, we definitely have a connection. Sure. Yes, yes. Yeah. We've been on two long car rides together. Yes, we have. So I think we kind of figured it we out. We had so much fun. We had a lot of good times. We had a lot of great times. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we drove, uh, Christelle and I drove to and from Max FunCon East together. Uh-huh. Yes. In a yes. lovely rental. Yes. What'd you get? You get yourself a Ford Focus? I, what, we had some, it was, it was some weird rental Didn't car. Didn't we have the same cars? Oh, I don't know. I think both, I think you both had the same cars. I think we might have. We, it was like a, yeah, Mitsubishi bump or something. Like I had that, a, we've uh, never seen. <laughs> I, I recently had an occasion to rent a car. Mm-hmm. Oh, stop bragging. Yeah. Oh, daddy's really free. (laughs) Rented myself a nice Ford Fusion. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yeah, that's the life for me. Whoa. With or without Sirius? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Chrisella, Sirius and XM, thank you. Whoa. I didn't know you had that kind of money. Yeah. Checking out that MLB radio. (laughs) Nice. 80s on 8. Yeah. Where else would it be? Yeah. Life hack. 80s for 8 is a station on Sirius. <laughs> like for those that don't have Sirius, we should translate. Uh, I I remember our car ride yes. to from Max FunCon. Yes. Because uh, I think we had hooked up my phone to get the map and my like my like music collection just started auto playing. Yes. And that is such a like raw moment. When your music collection starts, you're vulnerable, deeply right. fraught, it's absolutely vulnerable, and you yes. don't know what's. And I'm like, I don't know yes. you that well. You know, we're just getting yes. to know each other. Yes, and I remember, and it was a long ride too. Yes, so I'm like, it didn't feel long. It did not but feel it long. It was long. It was yes, it yes. Was actually long. Yes. It was yes, it was breezy and pleasant yes. the whole time. No one farted. It was great. Yes, um, but I remember that ride just because I was kind of worried. I'm like, okay, well, this, you know, is, is there anything here I'm going to have to explain? You know, like. Yes. I don't, what's going to happen? Who knows what's up? Absolutely. And I remember it being a ride, and I'm going, "Hey, this is going really well. I feel like a lot of great general interest things are coming up. Things yes. everybody can enjoy. Maybe some fun deep cuts that people could also enjoy. Some absolutely I heard of this before. Yes. And I remember toward the end, one thing I was embarrassed of came up. It was the. Early 80s punk rock classic, Anarchy Burger, parentheses, hold the government, <laughs> by the Vandals. Uh-huh. This is a song called Anarchy Burger, Hold the Government. Yeah, well, the Vandals were known. I mean, different punk rock groups took yeah. on different parts of American culture and right. society. Mm-hmm. They were known for taking on those clowns in Congress. Exactly, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'll quote the song. I mean, I don't need to quote. Uh, listen, America stands for freedom, but if you think you're free, try walking into a deli and urinating on the cheese. <laughs> Anarchy burger, dun 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 dun, hold the government. And, I, and I'm like, okay, I'm embarrassed of this. 
not the end of the world. I'm just gonna light. I'm just gonna surreptitiously because re- we're chatting, we're talking. Yes. I'm gonna reach down and I'm gonna skip this, and I just hit skip really closely. And the next thing that plays is a live version of Anarchy <laughs> Burger Hold the Government. <laughs> I have two versions of that song. <laughs> Anyway, good song. Good song. And now acoustic. <laughs> right. Here's them at the BBC doing it. Here's some covers of Anarchy Burger Hold the Government. And covers. I love the covers. Yeah. Amy Nora... Mann does a really emotional. I was going to say Nora Jones. <laughs> Ooh, both very good references. Yeah, yes, both you. are thank very you. good. Um, yeah. I, I wanted to ask about, because you are so good in Bubble with your voice makings yes your voice talkings yes what was your first voiceover job my first voice oh that's a good that's a good question it was a uh i can't even remember it but it was a cartoon okay i did it like maybe ooh, eight years ago yeah and uh i was only supposed to do one episode and they kept me on for about eight yeah and do you oh bubble episodes yeah <laughs> yeah a full bubbles worth of episodes <laughs> bubbles worth yes yeah uh do you, what do you feel like you learned because I feel like you were so good at just your like proness really shown through how do you improve at voice acting you know uh I've actually told people I learned English by watching TV mm-hmm. so I actually learned how to do voices as a kid because that's how I learned English so I spoke Spanish <laughs> first so I started picking up accents of mm-hmm. shows I would watch and I mm-hmm. just started doing voices. I never thought you could get paid for it. Oh, okay. So then once I started, uh, I did a voice and they asked me to do more. I realized that not, I thought everybody could do it. Oh, right. You know, so. You you can all change your voice a lot, right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, well, if I can do it, that's my whole thinking. My whole thinking is if I can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. You know, you know. You guys' whole life is defined by a crippling double consciousness, right? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, yeah. Right? Same Z's? Same Z's. You have many people. They live in your head, and you never know at what point one will be dominant. Um, That's hilarious. And when you did, you so you're also a voice in Cars Three. Yes. Uh, did you have to do a lot of ancillary voices, like for action figures and video games and stuff like I that? St- yes, and I still do it right now. Wow, so really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every couple months, I'll go in for a new thing, and it's always something different. Yeah. So the last time I went in for VO uh, for voiceover, I had to do one session for um for a a, a baby toy. Uh huh. So is this like covered in your original contract or is this No, these are new- all it's it's like a separate contract every time I do it. Okay. So I do this thing where every time I do voiceover I ask to go to Disneyland as like you know, as part of the payment, along with the money. <laughs> that's really good. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, really yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you go in the booth, you do the thing, and then yes. you go to Disney. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you know. So you know that it only costs like seventy five dollars to get into Disneyland with the tour guide. Oh. Basically, you agreed to have a movie career specifically so that you could drink booze at Disneyland. Is that what you're saying? With a guide. With a guide. A cool-ass guide. Yes, who yes. knows where Walt's secret apartment was? I know yes. I know a really cool guy who works at Disneyland who's a guide, but he's an ayahuasca guide. Oh, sure. He just leads you through your trip. Yeah. It's like, okay, man, let's go on Splash Mountain. Yeah. Just close your eyes. Okay, next stop, Tom Sawyer Island. <laughs> yeah. Don't get into any hijinks. Uh, tell me, yeah. okay. Tell me about your when you're rolling up to Disney. Yeah. 
on the company dime, of course. Yeah, of course. You did some of those sweet baby lines. Yes, I did. Well, tell me about your tell me about your Disneyland day. Where are you going? Where are your faves? What are you eating? Okay. Who are you rolling with? Who are you rolling with? I always pick different people to go with. So rarely do people repeat on trips because mm-hmm. I like finding the different combos. So, but which is sad because then you realize how many friends you don't have when mm-hmm. you like when you're giving an allotted number of friends and you're like, I. Don't have enough to fill the spot. Sure, That's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. But I, uh, I always want to go with people that will last the entire day. Okay. Because I will go from about ten in the morning to about midnight. Nice. So I do multiple rides, multiple times. Okay. So like Space Mountain, I'll do about, depending on who's with me, I will get on it about four or five times in a row. Hell yeah. You wow. know, yeah. you know, so I, 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 that's I like, don't know that that's how I would do it, but I respect <laughs> I respect the shit out of it. I repeat um, Thunder, uh, Thunder Mountain Railroad, yeah. uh, Space Mountain, the Cars ride, obviously. Of but, course. But it's one of my favorites, too. Um, do you get a, like a v- you get a VIP access to that cars ride? Yes, behind the yes. scenes, you get a car that you actually doesn't have a track. <laughs> no, but I have to. I know I have to do my own voice in the ride. It's yeah, like right. we. <laughs> um, you, yeah, you, it would be funny if you were just sitting s- seated next to like a little kid on that ride. Like you had to, you know, there was a room <laughs> issue, and you were sitting next to a random little kid and just like blow their mind by doing your voice. And, People like, recognize no one would be- my voice. Oh yeah, it's really weird. Like I'll be a Disneyland and I'll say something and you know Cruz is uh, my character is really my voice so I will say something and parents recognize me and they'll come and take a picture and, and I don't a single under- tear goes yeah. down <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm like do you want to hang out I don't have enough spots <laughs> I'm missing a few <laughs> friends like, you want to come with me thanks I'm going through a really intense experience right now with another one of our stars of Bubble mm-hmm. guest star Judy Greer mm-hmm. Uh, guest star Judy Greer is, of course, you know, she does a voice on Archers, one sure. of my favorite shows, yeah. one of your favorite shows as well, Jordan. But she is the voice of a, a, a dashboard hula dancer in a gasoline commercial <laughs> that plays in every inning break on MLB.tv, mm-hmm. the like, streaming service for watching out-of-town baseball games. That, like, it is so uncomfortable. To have the voice, I I feel like when she's like acting, acting on Archer, I'm fine with it. I don't have any problem with that. But the hula girl, I find it so disconcerting to be like facing away from it, and then Judy Greer's voice comes out of my TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's also in something called Story Bots mm. that my children watch. Okay, ah. they're so unimpressed that I know her. Yeah, I'm like, no, that's that's <laughs> Daddy's friend. <laughs> that's Daddy's friend right there on your show. Is it a robot? Yeah, I think it's a robot. Okay. Or maybe it's a kid that is friends with robots. I haven't really watched a whole episode of it, but I often – I know that it's on because I hear Judy Greer's voice. Mm. Oh. Cars oh. 3 I have not seen. That's okay. I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it. I heard that Crystal Alonso's in it. I know. Blue. Blue. <laughs> I am I'm having a an interesting emotional reaction to a – streaming commercial that is coming up constantly mm-hmm. i think that's you know that's if you wow. if you have any kind of you know streaming thing that includes commercials you're seeing the same one over and over let's again. talk about it what yeah, is thank this? you thank you for yes. creating this safe space for me yes Developed no, right a crush here. on peyton manning <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't we all i know i just want to see him and papa john kiss 
Are those the two that are friends? Just one time. Are those the guys yeah. friends? Okay. Yeah. You nailed it. Yeah. I love that. Are those, are those the ones? guys? I know, I know Papa John is friends with a football man who is maybe bad. Papa John is bad. Papa John is bad. Okay. Papa John. Peyton Manning yeah. is fine. Peyton Manning is fine. Tom Brady is bad. Tom Brady is bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, if you disagree with Jesse, don't get at me. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, I'm just going with him. Yeah. Um, so I – the thing I watch the most with the streaming thing I watch the most that has a consistent commercial break is the FX app that has all the Simpsons episodes on right. it. Uh huh. And a lovely app. Um, I would love it if they would mix up the commercials a little bit because there is this commercial for Match.com that keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. And this is a two pronged commercial. So sometimes you'll see a lady looking for a man and sometimes you'll see a man looking for a woman. Ooh, the diversity. classic two prongs of marketing. The classic two prongs. <laughs> Heterosexual men and heterosexual women, uh, and this woman is 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 delightful. She's uh, she's fun, a little beachy. At some point, she rides a long skateboard. Great. Okay. Uh, uh, I, if if I was on Match dot com and she came up, I'd I'd think that was a that was great. All right. This guy, this <laughs> fell, this guy, this dude, and so you know they're showing you someone who is apparently on Match dot com who they think is great, uh-huh. and they. And they show their day with a lot of with a lot of rapid YouTube style jump cuts of them doing all these things. So it's this guy, and you know he's a deep V neck guy, mm-hmm. okay, pretty, yeah. pretty tan, mm-hmm. and he's going around, and he's like, you know, he's at the beach, and he's walking his dog, and then there's this thing of him, and he's sitting at a table outdoors. I this thing is burned in my mind. He's sitting at a table outdoors. And he has a giant iced coffee, and he is doing like a shoulder dance, like a side-to-side shoulder dance. Uh-huh. And he is singing to himself, and he's not been singing in the commercial before. This is the first instance of singing. He's doing this side-to-side shoulder dance, and he goes, I like coffee and work and in the city, and it hard cuts to him doing something else, and I fucking hate it. That is my <laughs> least favorite two seconds of television ever is this guy going, I like coffee and work and in the city. I, I, I'm, a, I'm afraid I'll run into him, and I'm afraid I'll hurt him. I'm afraid I'm just going to fly into a rage because I just hate – I don't know why. that it, It's nails on a chalkboard to me. Jordan, I – I am a professional menswear blogger. Yes. And I think that people <laughs> presume that I make more judgments about other people's outfits mm-hmm. than I do. Like, for example, some people think men in sandals are gross. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Wear sandals. I don't, you know, I don't care. Deep V-neck. Mm. I find viscerally upsetting. Interesting. And How do you feel about coffee and working in the city? <laughs> Well, I, I like both. Well, I wrote a little song about no, it. No, don't see it. No. <laughs> Hippity hop. Okay, good. No, Deep okay. Phoenix on its way. Mm, all right. You spoiled my happy place. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm I sorry. Think I painted that... it. I was calming down. I know. I know. I... Stress ball. Stress so, ball. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Imaginary stress ball. Imaginary stress yes. ball. Imaginary stress ball. I think the two things that I genuinely mm. are upset by clothing-wise mm. would be Deep V-neck. Mm-hmm. And frankly, deep V-neck is all. Per- it doesn't matter what who you are wearing it. Like if you're like super cut and you're yeah. like showing off your pectoral cleavage, that's upsetting to me because I'm not that. If you're not that and it's unflattering, it's upsetting to me because it's unflattering. It, overall, I just mm-hmm. hate looking at it. Uh, the other thing would be like a knit cap, a toque. Mm. 
uh, that is worn mm. off the back of the head when mm-hmm. it's not cold outside mm-hmm. with a little <laughs> condom <laughs> reservoir tip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those two things. This is why I have to be very careful about uh, uh, visiting the western half of Los Angeles. Mm, sure, sure. <laughs> Those two things are so deeply upsetting to me. Yeah, they're, they're both they're both kind of past their primes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you I don't bet, see yeah, them as much sure. anymore. Twenty ten, you're probably seeing yeah. that a lot. Twenty eleven, yeah. yeah. But truly, like, and they're they're sort of they're like the signature sartorial moves of a, like an Ashton Kutcher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, a positive thing about. Running into this deep V2 guy. Mm-hmm. He's probably got an awesome golden retriever with a bandana. Oh, well. And you can just check that out. <laughs> he's got that, then I'm happy. He's got that. Oh, man, I met this Irish wolfhound at the flea market this morning. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> this thing had a head like a bowling ball. Uh, Christelle, I, uh, can we go back to Disneyland for a second? Yes, go ahead. I mean, can we go now back to Disneyland? Yes. Uh, how do you feel about Disney's California Adventure? Oh, it's amazing. Actually, I think one of my favorite rides is at California Adventure. Yeah. It's called Soaring. Oh, so I do like. So Soaring is not just soaring over California now. No, it's you worldwide soar over, now. Wow. It's See, worldwide. The only time I was on Soaring over. The California one? It was just California. Does you it know, still have Patrick Warburton? You know it does. Yeah. Okay. You know it does. They know what they yeah. know where the bread's hey, buttered. I know. Let's not mess with the magic. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I took my friends to it. On one of the trips, and no one wanted to get on it, and I told them, trust me, you're going to love this ride, and we got on it, and it was everybody's favorite ride. Because it seems like it's going to be educational. Yes. And maybe it is a little bit. I and don't it's, know. And you're really not, I mean, it's kind of a swing, you know, so you go up, and right. uh, it's not a ride per se, it's not like a roller coaster, but you really get into it. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like, a, like a, it's, it's the... It's kind of like Star Wars tours, you yeah, know, yeah, in sure. a way, in that you're sitting there, you're kind of mobile, but like, you're, you're, but not really at the same time. But you, you go on an adventure. You're watching a beautiful movie, and you're being jostled. Absolutely. I, I've never been to California Adventure, but I have to say that um, as a child, my mind was so profoundly blown by the fact that Pee Wee Herman was a robot in Star Tours mm. <laughs> that I've basically never recovered. Yeah. I'm still trying to put that back together in my head. I get um, it. I get it. C-3PO now. Yeah. 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 It's weird, though. I don't want to go right now because then, you know, it's weird. I don't want to compete with kids. Oh, sure. You know, it's a lot of... Yeah, you're going to want to go to Disneyland in, like, March. Yes. That is a good yes. time to go to a theme park. Absolutely. As a childless adult. Yes. <laughs> I do a lot of theme parking in March. <laughs> you know, that's why, actually, I have a pass to Legoland. Oh, Legoland. Legoland. Coming up a lot lately. Yeah. Legoland is very cool. I have the year pass. It used to be, for a while, I don't think that they would let you in if you didn't have children. Mm-hmm. But now they do yes. because so many people, so many parents um, bought the passes when their kids were young and then their kids grew up. They used oh. to have lifetime passes. And once their kids grew up, they couldn't technically go. Yeah. So they changed the rules and now you can go in. So I have a friend uh, that has two girls and we will go to Legoland and we do the, their, their version of like a fast pass. Legoland closes at about uh, like wait, four or on. five. I just have something I'd like to say. Yes. At Legoland is the fast pass called a quick brick. Anyway. <laughs> Go on. Go on. I love Quick Brick. Quick Brick. If it's not a Quick Brick, 
it should be missed opportunity. I know. Is, yes, yes, I love it. I love it. The fact that you thought of it on your toes, yes, Thank all day. Thank you. All day. Well, I'm I'm an, I'm an occasional employee of the Lego Corporation. Not a big <laughs> He's done but, some consulting. He's done some consulting. Oh my He's God. a brickspert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesse, master builder, please. Okay, sorry. And no jokes. By the way, Bricks uh, is also the name of the generic Lego company that if you can't, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, bricks, right. So, sure, sure, sure. You, if know. you cannot afford Lego. It's those like, are the, those yeah. are the uh, uh, Tootsie Rolls, the fruit Tootsie yeah. Rolls. They're like the, the, the designer imposters of the 80s. Do you remember those phrases? They would be like, mm-hmm. if you like CK1, you'll love, uh, you know, you'll love BK2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, always like, oh, okay, <laughs> sure. It's exactly alike. Yeah. Bricks yeah. is Bracar Yawar. <laughs> yeah. mm. Hot water. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, but uh, Legoland, I love going to it. I just like getting on rides and like, I like roller coasters and stuff. It's but like there aren't fun. roller coasters at yeah, Legoland. There There's like three. There are? Yes. I went to Legoland. I don't remember any yes. roller coasters there. There's uh, the dragon one. I can't remember. I suck at the, the names. Yeah. There's like a dragon one. There's one called, is it like... Technic or something, or so that's the, oh, the cooler yeah. one. Uh, that's a Lego for cool teens. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and there's another one that's like a, a kitty one where you ride it twice because it's a smaller one. Oh, so yeah. in your opinion, to, to add, you have to get to a certain thrill level, mm. and if you have to repeat the ride to add to the first ride, the first ride's thrill level <laughs> to double it, you're cool with that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine. So, like, with if it. it's a one third, it's thrilling ride. You'll ride it three times. <laughs> yeah, like I'll read uh, three boring books instead of one exciting Got one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Absolutely. Got it. Well, yes. makes, a, makes a heap of sense. Yes, yeah. yes. So basically, if you ever want to date me, mm-hmm. you gotta be really into like riding roller coasters more than once at mm. a time. I can see. Look, a, a hot. If I can suggest anybody in the audience what a hot date with Chrisella would mm-hmm. be, get yourself down to Legoland. Mm-hmm. When Spritz it clo- yourself in DK two, <laughs> <laughs> just drench yourself in DK two, and then uh, head over to Tip Top Meats to yeah. chew something out of that meat counter and <laughs> cook it up for a you. Magical day, uh, a magical. Tip I don't know if I want a date where anything goes to Tip Top Meats. Yeah, <laughs> not on a first date, certainly not on a. No. I was raised yeah. Catholic. <laughs> I would never use that for a closer. Sure, yeah. Third date, third date. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to make sure that this ends up back at the old apartment. I personally, I'm not going to Tip Top Meats until I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving my meat for marriage. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta save that meat. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> it's Jordan Jessica. I'm Jesse Thorne. We've got a sponsor on this week's program. Our thanks to the folks at Green Chef, the first USDA-certified organic meal kit delivery service. Green Chef sends premium organic ingredients and imaginative new recipes to you every week with lots of meal plans, including paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, omnivore, and carnivore for those of you who are raptors. Each ingredient is thoughtfully sourced, and its journey is tracked from planting to plating. Let Green Chef do the meal planning, grocery shopping, and most of the prep work for you week after week after week. It will come straight to your door. 
just like it did to mine and Jordan's. For $50 off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchef.us slash jjgo. That's greenchef.us slash jjgo. We've also got something up on the Jumbotron this week, something to Vanessa from Adam. Vanessa, happy two-year wedding anniversary. I couldn't ask for a better partner in life. You're so kind, thoughtful, and supportive. I wouldn't be where I am today without you. We've had so many adventures over the past two years, and I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. Vanessa, congratulations on choosing such a sweet partner with such poor judgment as to celebrate the anniversary with me telling you how much he likes you. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it's MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to advertise on Jordan, Jesse, go, you totally can. Why not email Kira at MaximumFun.org, K-I-R-A. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the minivan man. <laughs> Jordan Morris, new nickname debuting soon. Ooh, ooh, drop it like it's hot. Oh, and I'm Christella, excited to hear about Jordan's nickname. <laughs> yeah. Mine is just because I bought a minivan. Did you buy a minivan? Yeah. What kind of minivan? Uh, Honda. Ah, look at that. Honda Odyssey. How do you like it? Uh, it's great. Okay. It's got a lot of features. Wow. I was I I spent a week trying to talk my wife out of it. Mm-hmm. I was like, can't we just use the station wagon, whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, and she was like, I think I, we need to get a minivan. And I was, I, honestly, I went down to that Honda dealership, drove that Honda Odyssey, <laughs> said to myself, this is not a paid endorsement. said to myself, I could get used to I'm this. I'm a minivan man. <laughs> yeah. I'm still driving a station wagon, but the, the missus is driving a minivan. Oh. Minivan family. Jordan, how did you get your nickname? Well, here, I'll debut the new nickname. I'll tell the story behind okay. it. There's a man that I know. His name is Rich. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I interact with Rich because he is a friend of one of my good friends. Yeah. And I always like seeing this guy. Rich He's... is short for Richard? Hard to say. Don't know. Okay. We're not that close. <laughs> I have not asked. Him. What if it wasn't? Yeah. <laughs> Rich is short for Eric. <laughs> yeah. I'm very weird. I... I'm a confusing man. And he is, if I was to describe his vibe, I would tell you that I... I basically always see him. He's always wearing shorts and an In-N-Out Burger T-shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I've never seen him outside of shorts, and I have been to a wedding with him. I feel like this is your like this is really your cultural milieu. Mm-hmm. Like I think that <laughs> while you have, I think it's while you have a diver, a very diverse group of friends, mm-hmm. each of them themselves has four chill Southern California dude buddies. Yeah. That then enter your sphere. And you know what? I'm all right with it. Because <laughs> you know who loves to chill? Those guys. And you know who's not going to be like weird about anything socially? Those guys. Can I tell you something really quick on the subject of Rich not being short for Richard? Yes. There, is a, there, there are more than one. I learned this today listening to a podcast, which I do from time to time. There are mm-hmm. two Major League Baseball players whose name is Chasen. Whoa. Chasen. Mm. A combination of Chase and Jason. Chasen? Oh boy. Two? Yeah. Two, two different yes. Chasens. Who's Not f- Chasen is in like, oh, I've been chasened. Chasen. Do you, do you C-H-A-S-E-N. Have a, do you have a favorite Chasen? 
Mm, I think I'm about the same. Can same we do? Choices. Can we pitch a remake of Heart to Heart with Jason and Jason? <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> Jason and yes. Jason. Ooh. Okay. Hello, TNT. I... <laughs> so rich, so yes, rich, rich. And Rich is always like he's a guy who will come up with a spontaneous nickname for you when he sees you. Oh, that sounds nice. Mm. Is that because he forgot Jordan your Meister name? Jordan Meister J. No, no, he remembers, and I think he's Jordan Meister J. Man. He's not doing like sport. He's mm-hmm. doing one that is your name, but. With a variation, and I've never been super impressed by any of these nicknames he's come up with me. But I like that he does it. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, I think that some. This is speaking of baseball. Yes. This is a big problem in baseball. Mm. They have this one day a year when everybody wears their nickname on their jersey. Yeah. It's Players Day or mm-hmm. something. Many of these baseball players, you know, there was a time when yellow journalists would call everyone the Splendid Splinter or whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. These days, everybody's nickname is just J Man. Uh, sure, yeah, and, and 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 I've been called J Man by many a dude, and I'm fine with it. I'm fine being called J Man. I'm okay with it. I don't many care for dude. it, but it's never been. It's never hit me in a way that this new nickname has. Oh, this is good. And I, we were, I was invited to a Q, a BBQ. That Rich was also going to be oh. at, and I get there. Q man, Rich is in his sandals and his flops. And he's drinking a Tecate, and he sees me coming in, and he's like, "Hey, Jay Morrison Associates," <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "That fucking rules! That's so good!" Yeah. So, for a while, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and be Jay Morrison Associates. I love it. I love it too. I want to sue someone and hire you to run Yes. <laughs> I have no legal experience. But a cool name. And that's a cool name. That was the name of my dad's company when I was a kid. Oh, yeah? Jay Morrison Associates. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, it was Lee Thorne and Associates. He had no associates. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you. Yeah, technically. A child can be an associate. Sometimes you would send me to the post office. Yeah, there you go. So that's an example of associateness. That is a fun way to help your parents. Sometimes I'd photocopy my hand. Box. Anyway. It is a fun way. Jay Morrison and Associates. Yeah. I was friends with the people at the post office. That's fun. I feel like the post office <clears throat> is one of the places in your life that can have the grandest distance between low quality and high quality experiences. Mm-hmm. You go to a post office, mm-hmm. it's a good post office. Yeah. They're on it, they're nice, they know you. Mm-hmm. You'd think, why would anyone say anything bad about the U.S. Postal Service? Sure. What a joy it is to participate in this community institution yes. and connect with these fellow Americans representing their government so well through the efficient delivery of mail stuffs. Mm-hmm. You go to a bad post office, you, you want to commit suicide. Yeah, no one is at the windows and there's a bird in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like, this sucks. You, Why is no one here? You open the thing to put your package in and there's just a rat ready to eat it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> You're just feeding it to a, a rat. napkin in his shirt. You ever yeah. see those He's post offices that are o- only open like two hours a day? And yeah. And you're just like, Why? what's the point? Right. Like, why are you here? It's just... like, we already built a post office, so <laughs> we figured we ought to use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. I want to say that when I, that reminds me, I think when I was a kid, my hometown had a library that was only open one day a week. Oh, and it's just like you either learn that day or you just stay dumb sure, for the other yeah. six days. It's yeah. like so They're weird. like, well, Burger King's open. <laughs> yeah, go it's there. Like, why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can learn about the further adventures of the Burger King Kids Club. <laughs> I went when, when my childhood post office, mm-hmm. the one that was on Tiffany Avenue, the street that my dad lived on. I was so fr- – the the employees, it was all the same people. I was friends with them. They worked there for decades. Like my favorite 
place to go. Go, how's your father? How's your mother? Blah, 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 blah. You know, lovely, lovely, nice time, community institution. When I moved to Hayes Valley in San Francisco, the closest uh, post office was like on Market Street downtown, like a real, mm-hmm. not not in the fancy part of downtown, in the low rent part of downtown. And I would just go in there and just every time there would just be uh, a person with one eyebrow trying to mail like a hamper of dirty laundry. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and just getting in a yelling fight with a woman like, yeah. you can't mail that! <laughs> Someone who wrote an address on a paper box of apples. Yeah, and it just says, you know, President Edward James Olmos or something. Sure. <laughs> and, yeah, it was such He's a... He's not president? I feel like that <laughs> I mean, was... He is in my America. <laughs> yeah, nothing but respect for my president. Yeah. <laughs> Where the Statue of Liberty has clown babies <laughs> and Edward James Olmos is the president. <laughs> He that was sounds like second after... season of Bubble. Yeah, that might actually be. I am actually out of ideas, so actually this is good that we're brainstorming. Here. I feel like that's when I became a man, though. Mm. When I first visited that post office and had oh. the How scales torn from my eyes. Twenty-three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little bit of a late. That's also when I had my bar mitzvah. I was gonna say, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. it's like a, the Episcopalian bar mitzvah is just <laughs> you go to a terrible post office and lose faith in institutions. <laughs> uh, shall we do momentous occasions? I would love to. Well, when something momentous happens to you, we ask you to call us at two zero six nine eight four four fun for our segment momentous occasions. Why some people have already done so, Jordan. Mm-hmm. You can also email jjgo at maximumfun.org with a, with a, what do you call that? Voice memo. There you go. Some people have already done so, Christella. <laughs> Let's take a listen to the first. Uh, hey, Jordan, Jesse, Sunny D, and guests. This is Mike from New York. I uh, was just driving around in Brooklyn, and, um, you know, since the greatest generation doesn't have uh, momentous occasions, I had to tell you, I saw Patrick Stewart getting into a vehicle right in front of where I was stopped. And like an idiot, I opened my window and yelled out, "Hi, Captain!" And and he got in and he waved to me, and it made my life because it's Patrick Stewart, and he's he's very handsome in person. It's the second time I've actually seen him, but he acknowledged me, and it was wonderful. Uh, I forget what the uh, motto of the year is, so I'm just going to quote MOP and say, "How about some hardcore?" Uh, take care. Bye. Cold as ice. That's the theme this year. <laughs> Naming lesser MOP hits. Um, that's nice of Pat. That Patrick Stewart's cool about that. I, well, you, you kind of have to be. You yeah. wouldn't expect. You wouldn't expect him not to be, right? Yeah, He's I mean, Patrick Stewart. He's a prince. It, it, it's Jean Luc Picard. Sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like you have an obligation as Jean Luc Picard to to, to engage. Ex- yeah. <laughs> were we both? Were we both yes! getting after that? Yes! Yeah. Ah! Look at this. Ah! In sync, in sync. That's us. Christella, you're a big Star Trek The Next Generation fan. Yes, TNG, yes. Are you TNG above all else? No DS9? No, you know, no TOS. No TNG. No Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. (laughs) Actually, you know, I I grew up watching the movies. I love the movies, but TNG was like for me, it just had. It had such a great world to it. And honestly, I like Q. I think Q is one of the coolest villains I think uh, they've had in the Star Trek universe. And I just like, I liked, uh, I don't know, I just, to me, it clicked more with, than the other ones, than Voyager and Deep Space Nine and stuff. Was Scott Bakula on Star Trek? 
He was the cat. He was the captain of something. He was the one. Uh, Scott Bakula. That was the uh, the one after Deep Space Nine. I think I can't remember what it was called. Yeah. Well, I'm sure nobody listening knows. So. <laughs> <laughs> But Enterprise. 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 Oh, this is embarrassing. Oh, I love that. That's my favorite Star Trek series. They'll pick you up. <laughs> I think you're thinking of <laughs> rental car. Oh, okay. Okay. My actually favorite Star Trek was Star Trek colon Hertz. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Star no. Trek budget. <laughs> I love Star Trek, though. I think Star yeah. Trek is so great. I love it. Do you? Uh, no, you, but you don't keep up with it. You haven't, like... Do you, do you have you gone and watched the recent movies? Oh, all the yes, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I absolutely. I you know for me, I, I I don't go to the movies very often, but when I go to the movies, it's always to see either um, action movies, uh, comic book movies. I used to do religiously, but now it's they're their own genre, so you can't. It's hard. Like I used to say, like I love Batman, yeah. right? And. I loved when I was younger, you'd see a Batman movie and your mind was blown, but you knew that you wouldn't have another Batman to like another four or five years, you know, sure. so it kind of held you over. And now every comic book like studio has a movie within a movie within. It's a turducken of like comic, <laughs> right, you sure. know, like, and it's overwhelming. Cause and I'm, it does not care that you did not see the last one. Yes, That's it's on you. Buckle That's up, on you. Know? you. Yes. You and should have seen the last one. So like a it's moral weird. obligation. Sure. Yes. But I also, and, and sci-fi. That's what I go see. Like, I don't go see rom-coms. I, I really, really, I rarely see comedies, you know. It's just, I love sci-fi, action, and comic books. I mean, that, those are my movies. You know who I liked in Star Trek, uh, Star Trek Three, the new one, <laughs> Jayla. Do you guys remember Jayla? No. She was great. She had a lot of traps, uh-huh. and people don't talk enough about Jayla. People are mad that those new Star Treks had too much action and not enough conferences, which I, I get. <laughs> but it's like no one talks about Jayla, and she lived on a strange planet in a husk of a spaceship, and she had so many traps. I love and this. no, and no one talked about it after it happened. I'm like, she this was is just great. there on her own weird planet. Yeah, I just, haven't seen it in a while, so I'm sketchy on the details. Just, but I know that just Jayla snapping and trapping looked cool, and then she was their enemy, and then she was their friend, and helped them with traps. I just don't understand, like with Star Trek Next Generation, like how did. We're way in the future. Yeah. But for some reason, the British accent survived. I love yes. it. But, right. you know, it's yeah, like yeah. one of those things that I'm like, how did that survive? Yet so many others, you know, so many other things didn't. Right. My so biggest weird. question about the future has always been, why is Whoopi Goldberg only there sometimes? <laughs> sure. <laughs> she had sister act movies to make, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, right. You don't in Star Trek. You don't hear a guy with like a thick Boston accent. No, it's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> engage in shit, engage, <laughs> engage <laughs> motherfucker. But you know, like no Latino accent, no right. anything. Yes, you yeah, know, yeah. like, oh, we getting hit. <laughs> yeah, you know, shields up and stuff. <laughs> you know, like, how did the British? Act- oh, how did it survive? Hard to say. Probably yeah. something with crystals. I think Patrick Stewart was protecting it. Oh yeah. Right? Oh, oh. Is he a big man? He seems like I, – I feel like in his latter days, maybe it's the diminution that comes with age. Mm. But uh, I feel like I used to think of him as being big, but now I think of him as being small. I don't know. Ooh. You got an answer That's on that one, Christella? I don't Wrong know. Kind of I don't know. I've you always know, thought never... of him as a medium man. Okay. Right a here. medium man. 5'10". That's a nice solid medium. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a that's, medium that's to a large, medium. I would say, right? Yeah. That's a medium. 
I love blunt talk. That's my Patrick Stewart. Mm. <laughs> yeah, very weird show. <laughs> why, why did they let Jonathan Ames make TV shows? Hard to say. because he's so funny. Yeah, he is really <laughs> funny. It. He's so great. Uh, we got another call, don't we, Brian? Yeah. Get it. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. This is Russell from Anchorage, Alaska. Today, a man had a heart attack at my office, and myself and a coworker uh, successfully shocked him back to life with an AED. Uh, in doing so, I knelt in the man's puddle of pee. Thank you very much, guys. I love the show. That's really cool. Yeah. An AED, for folks you don't know, is an improvised explosive device. Mm-hmm. And now what does improvised be? <laughs> Is that a word or <laughs> no? I think they just they like the way it sounds. Mm-hmm. You know, can we start they an like improv troupe? <laughs> <laughs> that's a really that's a great momentous occasion. Yeah. He like, saved a life and he knelt in pee. Oh my god, that's great. That is that has everything. It's got suspense. Yeah, it's got um, it's got pee. Sure, <laughs> it's got you know the two pillars of drama: <laughs> <Yeah>. suspense and pee. <laughs> I made yes. a I made a really powerful uh, personal excretion related decision the other day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I took my children out, uh, my older two children out for a little adventure, mm. daddy adventure we call it. Yeah, yeah. And which in this case, much to their disappointment, meant there was an estate sale that I wanted to go to. Mm. Uh, but generally, we'll go to the zoo or something. Sure. And uh, we had had lunch. Have lunch at a nice place called the Earth Cafe with a U. Oh, U R T H. Yeah. Yes. Great little pies. Have you had one of the little pies? I had a nice quiche. Mm. I had a nice quiche. No, <laughs> well, it's like a savory pie. And um, <laughs> I took them to the bathroom. We went to a park across the mm-hmm. street. Everything's going great uh, until my son Oscar said to me, "Daddy, I think I have poop in my undies. Can you check?" Mm. I. And uh, that means he's got poop in his undies. Yeah. I've never been like, nope, it's just you just imagined it. <laughs> yeah. Fan- You're just being paranoid, Oscar. <laughs> Phantom poops. <laughs> and w- what happened is this. So I was very upset, both because I had to deal with poop in the wild, mm-hmm. which, you know, when you've got a diapers and stuff, it's not that big of a deal. But yeah. with undies, once you switch to undies, poop becomes an extra- much bigger yes. deal. And because uh, we had just been in the bathroom. I mean, like, Mm. literally five minutes before, I had watched him go to the bathroom, and then he pooped in his pants. And I, on the way over back to the Earth Cafe with my poop-laden child, I I gave myself a privilege. Mm. I said, Jesse, you don't have to save these undies. Just toss them straight in the trash. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was a good call. Yeah. That was a good call. Trash. I mean, how much do, does child does child's undies cost? That's what I figure. You know, child's undies maybe cost $5. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. I wow. Thought, you think one pair of <laughs> child underwear costs $5? Yeah, I think they do in 2018. <laughs> I yeah, feel I like think we should I, play I like prices right where we have to guess the the price yeah. of a product. Okay, let's let's find out uh, what's what are you what are you guessing, Christelle? I'm guessing five bucks for like a pack. I'm talking about like a pack of three superhero underoos. Okay, let's all guess how much. I'm gonna guess three pack of superhero. A three pack would be no more than eight ninety five. Okay, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess six ninety five. Okay, six ninety five, eight ninety five. Is this prices right rules? Is it closest without going over? 
Um, probably. Probably. Maybe we can just, we can just do closest. The underoos, the underoos brand appears to have been taken over by adult ironists. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go to I'm just going to go to a popular retail website, mm-hmm. and I'm going to type in Batman <laughs> underwear <laughs> for boys. Okay. Wow. Extraordinarily inexpensive. A pack of seven, and this is the very pack I think that my child has, costs $12.74. Okay. So that's yeah. that's, that's less than two bucks per undie. That's a yeah. buck fifty per undie or something. That's but an extraordinary say, value. I yeah, should be wearing value. these. Yeah, sure. It's a great value, but let's also acknowledge that you're the kind of baller that just throws $5. undies to the wind. That's true. <laughs> yeah, Trashes undies, like, yeah. goes back in the Earth Cafe yeah. and eats your little savory pie. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> a lot of people try and amortize that expense, but I consider it uh, I consider it uh, disposable. Mm. Yes. Anything's disposable if you throw it away. <laughs> That's good, yeah. My mom always said that. Yes, all the time. Yeah, before she and my father got divorced. Oh, they, man, tough. Yeah. Real talk. Yeah. I did feel like I felt like uh, I really got hold of my own life in making that decision. I said to myself, Jesse, yes. you're a man. Mm-hmm. You deserve this. You don't have to try and save these poop undies. Yeah. I had a similar I'm right feeling just before we started this segment when Brian came in and told me that there's a message board thread somewhere dedicated to how much people don't like the I like coffee and working in the city guy. <laughs> So I'm not I'm not an island. It's on lonelyopinions.com. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Watch, watch is streaming Simpsons too much. It's on your website. Right. So I, okay, like, yes. Did I start it? Yes, I did. But a lot of people are jumping on there. Man, it seems like both of you had momentous occasions. Yeah. Yes. That's good. The only other series of commercials that plays during uh, the baseball game, besides the one where Judy Greer is a uh, hula, hula. hula girl on top of the dashboard is another for gasoline. And it is the story of an adorable hipster couple mm-hmm. who go on an adventure and it's serialized, but it's not clear what order they're in. There's many of them, but it's not clear what they yeah. they seem to be. It seems to really matter which one you see first, but I can't figure it out. And there's just one where... Uh, they're they're like they got a van and they're like sitting there and they're like and the husband tells the wife that he quit his job so they could go on this trip and she's like wait you weren't supposed to do that mm-hmm. these people are love I want to first of all sure I want to say in contrast to most characters drawn by thirty uh, second commercials mm-hmm. these actors really shine yes in this in their brief moments on screen and you they really feel lived in yes they really create a character sure. yes. through strong choices. <laughs> Uh, however, that having been said, I have no idea how I'm supposed to feel about these two characters, right. and I have no idea what it has to do with gasoline. Is that the end, or is that the, you know, at what point in the story It's not clear. That that's part of the... Sure. So they go on the trip driving everywhere, and that's why they use the gas, right? Yeah, but it's not, no part, the, at no part are they like, man, I feel free thanks to gasoline. Sure. Right, 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 right. Thanks to... I don't know, Sonico or whatever. And <laughs> do they like coffee and work it in the city? <laughs> they don't mention it, so it's really hard to know for sure. Yeah. And they're My listening to the greatest yes. hits from Jay Morrison and Associates. Oh, yeah. Yay. Uh, 
Yay. For all J. Morrison Associates, for all your needs. <laughs> <laughs> for all your needs. All the needs. All of them. All, all needs. of them. All I'm going to get some business cards printed up. J. Morrison Associates. For yeah, all gotta, your needs. Going to buy, buy a few ads on Backpages.com. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, I'm going to buy some bus benches, I think. Uh-huh. And, uh, Something people... in the adult services <laughs> section of Craigslist. Yeah, just let people know that I'm here for your needs. Yeah, you ain't for no kid. You ain't Do no... you have needs? You're not a boy. You're a man. I'm a man. I'm a man, and I can help with needs, and I have associates. <laughs> you went to a bad post office at 23. Sure. You know the drill. Right? We've all been there. Yeah. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. You've lost faith in our institutions. I bought a dusty greeting card. <laughs> <laughs> dusty greeting card was my wrestling name back in the 60s. That's sure. a great name, actually. Great dusty, dusty greeting, greeting card, card is yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah. That's like a lost folk album or something. Oh, man, I love that. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Well, Adam, we're still putting out the Greatest Discovery podcast while we wait for season two. What are we doing with these episodes? We've uh, talked to a whole bunch of interesting people like the Wall Street Journal's Ben Fritz and MaximumFun.org's own Danielle Radford. We're kind of using this time to find ways to entertain ourselves and you while we wait for the next season. So catch yourself up with Star Trek Discovery and join us Tuesday on The Greatest Discovery on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. 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 (laughs) They're audio programs that tell smart stories in innovative ways using editing techniques like Like this. this. Like this. Like this. this. But let's face it, all that smart stuff can be exhausting. That's where Stop Podcasting Yourself comes in. It's so stupid. It's just two stupid dinguses being dumb idiot jerks for 90 minutes. Stop podcasting yourself. The stupid show that smart people love. Find it on iTunes or MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse the Minivan Thorn. Wait. I shortened it up. William the Refrigerator Perry. Christelle is the only human vehicle in here. Yeah. (laughs) Spoof's only big enough for one talking car. Yeah, the minivan man. Jay Morrison Associates. (laughs) Christelle, the talking car. It's it's in public domain. Our friend Al Madrigal used to have a show called The Minivan Man. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's that's done, it's right? It's been gone long enough to where you can yeah. assume the mantle. Yeah, if you think you're so great, Al, why don't you start your <laughs> podcast back up again? Sure. Al is really great. Don't taunt people to create better podcasts than ours. BRB, yeah. going to go, go get the domain. Yeah. <laughs> yes, mm. thanks. Sorry, I got your domain. Thanks, guys. Chrisella, thank you for being on Jordan Jesse Go, and thank you for being in Bubble. Oh, my God. That was so much fun, you guys. I can't wait to listen to the second episode. Are mm. you concerned that you're going to be typecast as uh, steely bosses slash possible uh, evil overlords <laughs> with the surname Klein? <laughs> Is that like, are you going out yes. for a lot more Klein parts? Oh, my God. I've, I've been going out as a Latina pilot. actress. I just go to Klein maids and, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's you very, see the, yes. all the other Kleins. Yes. It's like, oh, what a, it's so much fun. 
I never, you know, it's weird because um, uh, I don't have a type when I go audition, but um, they try to put me wherever they can because I don't fit a certain category. And uh, it was so much fun to do Bubble because Bubble was just, I love, I love voiceover. Voiceover allows you to do anything. It allows you to have that world. It's like a cartoon. You know, I actually thought Bubble would make a great animated show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think it would be fantastic on, like, an Adult Swim or something like that. It's got this, like, its own personality and stuff. When am I ever going to play that character? I mean, you know, it's like, when am I going to do it? You know? Yeah. You were so, I mean, I think something that we maybe, like, you know, was maybe not great to do logistically, but I think great creatively was try and, like, whenever possible, like, have people in the room together doing the scenes together. Yeah. Because, you know, this room can fit four people, uh, you know, so... As long as you're willing to get sweaty. Yeah, as long as you don't mind stank. Uh, (laughs) It's not stank in here right now. No, it's not. It's nice. But there's only three I'm getting a little beefy over here. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, you. I just, I, like, you, like, in particular, like, just did such a great job, like, connecting with the other actors. I could, I mean, it's because you're, like an amazing friendly person and a beacon of warmth and everyone's drawn to you. But I just like all of your scenes, I feel like are so great. You can hear like you, you're like, boy, they are in the same room having feelings about each other. They're just, they're just great. I, yeah. I love, love your bit so much. You know, so actually I was going to say earlier, Jordan, one thing I really like about you a lot is your warmth and perkiness. Ah, sure. You have like a happiness to you. That's hard to explain. Can you explain it, Jesse? Yeah, whatever it is about me that people dislike, people like about Jordan. You guys are the yin and yang of podcast. We're just two fish eternally <laughs> chasing each other. I have to admit, you know, since, I'm only salty when certain dating app commercials. I, come I, up. Obviously, yeah. is Match.com is Match. your trigger. Com. Yeah. No. yeah, I fly into a rage. It was actually, I, I was really surprised. Uh, I was really surprised. That I was asked to do bubble, and I think, and you know, to be honest, I, um, I, I have social anxiety. Mm-hmm. I actually don't like being around people. Like I, I struggle to be around crowds of any kind, which is weird because I do stand up. Yeah, you know, but it's like, and you seem to really like Disneyland. <laughs> I, I, well, you know, it's it's that thing where I I do better with strangers that I'll never see again. But sure. if there's people that I like, or you know, I just the whole thing I, is like awkward. as long as you're vulnerable to a terrorist attack. <laughs> You're fine. And it's weird because I actually, uh, what, we did, we met uh, when I did Bullseye. Yeah, that's true. And I remember when you, when I got asked to do uh, Max Fun East, I actually called my friends and said, I don't know if they got the right person. I think they wanted to ask someone else. (laughs) And I almost said no. And it was actually an exercise. I said yes because I always say no. Mm, so I actually, I said yes to going to Max von East because I wanted to do something different. And when I went, I had such a great time because everybody was so lovely. Like everybody, there was, I didn't, you know, it was so much fun. A lot of sweet fun. peaches at Max von. Yeah. <laughs> like it was awesome. So I actually came back and told some of my friends, it was like an exercise for me. I'm like, I said yes, and I had fun, and I'm going to keep saying yes. That's how I started doing stand-up. I started doing stand-up, and I told myself, I'm going to say yes, and the moment it stops being fun, that's when I say no. So 
I say yes to Max Fun because every time I do something, it's been a good experience. Oh, so streaks, like, streaks alive. Yeah. 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 So uh, how about, yeah, this is like the, a turkey, like bowling. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you know. So. By yeah. the way, I should mention we're moving next week and I could use some help. <laughs> <laughs> Max Fun is, no, not really. I was like, when I invited Cristela to... Uh, Max FunCon, I was sure she would say no uh, <laughs> because she is so successful. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I also like, I was like, when uh, when I saw her special, I was like, I need, I'm going to come up with a scheme to become friends with this person. <laughs> yeah. uh, invite her on my public radio show, and then I, I really, truly was like, I was like, what thing could I do? <laughs> to interact with that cool lady again. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I think Jordan and I literally, we uh, when we were casting Bubble, Jordan and I had the conversation that was just like, Christella wouldn't do this, would she? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like literally... Like, let's just see how fast we can get the no and then move on to somebody yeah, else. <laughs> exactly. We were just like, well, we can just ask mm-hmm. and she'll say no, but that's fine. She doesn't have to say yes. She'll still be cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that I actually, I flew in, mm-hmm. I was working, I was doing stand-up, I was in Jacksonville, Florida, and I had to change my flight. I changed my flight to come here to record It was Bubble, amazing. Like Our the so first Saturday. you did. <laughs> like, I honestly, I was like, yes. And then when I saw the schedule, I'm like, oh, God, I'm in Florida. <laughs> and I literally, I, I ended up having, I flew not even joking, like I was playing Jacksonville, Florida. The only way to get in here, to get back, to get into Max Fun, to like do the VO, I had to drive after my last show in Jacksonville. I drove to uh, Orlando. Oh, it was like boy. two hours. Wow. I drove two hours to Orlando. So, how many times did you get through Anarchy Burger? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I did the spoken word version. Wow. You, me. Like, yeah, I, you know, like sure. the audiobook version. Wow. I did all of it. Yeah. But yeah, I drove from Jacksonville right after my last show. I left, drove to Orlando, got a room. I, you know, got a hotel room. Literally, the next morning, woke up at like six something in the morning, and came to do Bubble. Yeah. So uh, everybody has to listen to Bubble you because have to. I had like I, I did this for you. Yes. Like I was it's trouble. A personal insult to Cristela. If yes. You listen. You know what? A lot of people say that firefighters or policemen mm-hmm. are heroes mm-hmm. of the community. They're our, not. They're not. Our, <laughs> yeah, our real heroes. Right now. Our real heroes are our Cristela Alonso. Yes. I mean, I don't mean to from say you're one, right, but. From one city in Florida to a second city in Florida? <laughs> On purpose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. Two whole Floridas. Jacksonville to Orlando. To By Los the way, we're, we're recording season two in Boca Raton. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jordan Jesse Go is over for this week. Our producer is Brian Sunny D. Fernandez with us as always. Nope, just this time and one other time. Christelle Alonso. <laughs> uh, Christelle recently deleted all of her social media accounts, so there's no way to know what she's up to. I don't even have a website right now. Hey. I just, like, I, I, uh. I'm taking a break. I'm enjoying summer, but um, but if I come back, when I come back, when I come back, I met Christella Nine at all of the sites. All the okay. things. Jimmy yes. Pardo was worried about you, Christella. I know. I, know. I love he, Jimmy. He I said I, she deleted her social medias. I, I just want to know that she's okay. Mm. Yeah, I need. Well, actually, I, I will text him right now okay. after it's Let done. Got to text Jimmy. Let I him know, know that you're okay. He's, he's going to be worried. He's going to be put off his food. I, <laughs> I, well, you know, I mean, hey, I mean, I don't do a lot of podcasts, 
I do Max Fun Stuff and I do Jimmy's podcast. That's really the only ones I do. Those are the only ones regularly. worth doing. So, yes, yes. I think he's just worried that, you know, I won't come back for Never Not Funny again. I mean, it's the same here. I do uh, Max Fun shows, go over and do Never Not Funny once, mm-hmm. a, once in a while. In my case, I also have been the subject of a few episodes of My Favorite Murder. Oh, oh. But I didn't were, actually yeah, appear on gonna, microphone. You were just, right. Yeah. You were the the, the Booker Raton strangler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez is our producer. Jordan Morris is with me here. You can hashtag it JJGo on Twitter. We always enjoy hearing about that. You can also like Jordan Jesse Go on Facebook where you will get uh, all the the dank memes. Mm-hmm. Some very dank <laughs> memes came out of last week's program. Really enjoyed sharing those. Uh, on the Facebook, uh, and uh, you can follow Jordan and I on Twitter at Jesse Thorne and at Jordan underscore mm-hmm. Morris. If you remember, you know we're going to be traveling the country over the next few months. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, are we? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm mailing you in a crate to Djibouti. Oh, Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi. Thank there you. you. Um, Shipping from the Hayes Valley Post Office. Oh, I've heard it's a great post office. I really I mean, want to become a man. San Diego, anyway? Yeah. Right? We're going to San Diego. Oh, yeah. Oh, to, yeah. Uh, sure. Yes, well, who San knows Diego. where else we may go? The point is this we have this policy. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're not a bubble listener, we won't speak to you. It's true. We won't speak to you. <laughs> we will simply turn our backs on you. Mm-hmm. Turn our backs. Mm-hmm. We've worked very hard on that. Mm-hmm. It's. Like a reverse Jordan Jesse going that <laughs> Turn our backs on you. Oh, okay. Man. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.